Today is Friday, March 31st, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. I am not sure that I ever believed this day would come, but after two mornings of promising that there would be no more conversation about Donald Trump's potential arrest and indictment, today the conversation is truly unavoidable. The Manhattan grand jury that's been hearing the case of Trump's 2016 hush money payment to Stormy Daniels voted yesterday for an indictment, meaning that Trump will be arrested on criminal charges. According to reporting, he now faces more than 30 counts related to business fraud. The specifics of those charges have not been released yet, as the indictment is currently under seal and will be made public in the coming days. He is scheduled to be arraigned on Tuesday afternoon in New York, where he will be fingerprinted and have his mugshot taken, just like any other indicted individual. That is assuming he agrees to show up. If not, we could be facing a bit of a snafu, because Trump technically lives in Florida, which is where he is right now. And last night, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis tweeted that he would not assist in an extradition of Trump to New York, should it come to that, because he would not be part of this investigation by a, quote, Soros-backed DA with a political agenda. It's not yet clear whether Trump will surrender voluntarily, but a spokesperson for DA Alvin Bragg's office said that they are coordinating with his attorneys to appear in New York. Now I have a feeling you might have a few questions, so I'm going to try to get ahead of those. Yes, he will be photographed. No, I don't know if there will be a perp walk yet. It depends if he surrenders voluntarily. No, we are not sure what his bail will be set at yet. No, we don't know what restrictions he'll have post bail. Yes, he is still being investigated for several other things. Yes, he can still run for president. Yes, he can still run for president even if he is convicted by a jury. Yes, he can still be president even if he is convicted by a jury. No, we probably won't be seeing him in an orange jumpsuit anytime soon or possibly ever. That's what we have the AI images for. Tune into the Betches Sub Podcast this afternoon for an emergency episode about the indictment, where we'll talk about this more. Ron DeSantis is having quite a moment today. Next, we have an update on his attempt to get revenge on Disney for their opposition to the state's Don't Say Gay bill. You may remember a few weeks ago when the Florida legislature passed a bill at the behest of DeSantis that would enable the state to take over Disney's formerly self-governing district in Orlando. However, it appears that Disney's legal counsel has evidently found their way to break DeSantis' spell. The board members who DeSantis had just newly appointed to oversee the district have taken their seats, only to discover that Disney's lawyers had modified the district's rules to render the board effectively powerless. They now realize that Disney quietly pushed through a number of packs and restrictive covenants that effectively stripped DeSantis' board of real power beyond maintaining roads and basic infrastructure in the district. The new rules also prohibit the district from using Disney's name or any of its IP, for example, Mickey Mouse's likeness, without the company's express approval. And while Florida intends to fight these changes legally, as of now, the declaration is technically valid until, and this is a quote, 21 years after the death of the last survivor of the descendants of King Charles III, King of England, living as of the date of the declaration. So George, Charlotte, and Louis better watch their backs. I read some pretty sick stories of DeSantis' days at Guantanamo. This next story technically has its roots back in 2020. 
Following the swell of social justice protests that summer, California Governor Gavin Newsom signed legislation that established a first-in-the-nation task force to determine what potential reparations the state should pay to the black community based on the history of long-lasting harm endured at the hands of the government. Economists have estimated the price tag for what is owed to be at $800 billion. Money starts to feel fake at that level, but for context, that is more than two and a half times California's annual $300 billion budget. And that $800 million sum does not even include the recommended $1 million payment per older black resident for health disparities that have shortened their average lifespans, nor does it count compensation for people whose property was unjustly taken by the government. Given the sticker-shocked reaction by officials who heard the $800 billion price tag, other proposals could include paying incarcerated inmates market value for their labor, groundbreaking, banning cash bail, adopting a K-12 Black Studies curriculum, and establishing wellness centers and planting more trees in predominantly Black communities. Though it is not required that California adopt the task force accounting, and it is not yet clear how much, if anything, will actually be paid, the vibe of their reaction is definitely something along the lines of, Holy shit, we didn't realize it would be that much when we agreed to this. I mean, how do you think it is that in a sea of over 3,300 billionaires, only 14 of them are black? And finally, for our last story today, we have the second most important case within our justice system right now. The jury in Gwyneth Paltrow's trial has found her not at fault in the ski collision with retired optometrist Terry Sanderson. He had originally attempted to sue her for $3 million before reducing it to $300,000. But now he actually owes Gwyneth Paltrow $1 in damages plus attorney's fees. As sad as we are to see the end of this highly entertaining trial, no one is more excited about Gwyneth's victory than her opponent's lawyer, Kristen Van Orden. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements brought to you by Betches Media. If you're interested in more news listening from Betches this weekend, be sure to tune into the Betches Sub podcast to hear our usual Thursday episode. Plus, today we'll be recording a special bonus in light of the indictment of our first U.S. president in history. You can find it wherever you listen to podcasts in the Betches Sub feed. And of course, we love when you share our shows with friends or if you leave a review. Until next week, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.